0: Welcome to the Like Dragons, Did They Fight podcast series. So glad that you're here today because I'm here with Hallie and I'm so excited because we've had the opportunity to visit and talk about things and whenever two girls get together and we don't know each other really well, but we know you have a mother heart, you have a woman heart and it's like my heart and I can't understand exactly what you've gone through, but I can understand what a broken heart feels like or what a painful experience it is when I have heartbreaking things happen in my life. So I just am excited for you to feel of her spirit and to get to know her story a little bit. And I appreciate her desire to share. She actually reached out to me in an email and said, hi there, this is who I am. This is what I'm feeling. I feel strongly about what I've learned and I want to be able to share it. Is there Anything I can do. And and I said, Well, would you like to do a podcast? And so I'm going to let Hallie tell you just a little bit about her, about who you are as a woman, a little bit about your family, and just so we kind of know that's who Hallie is when she's just in her sweats and that's what she does. So, Hallie, go ahead.
1: Thank you, Karen. Well, I am, first of all, a mother. I have four kids. I have a married daughter, and I have a daughter that's on a mission. And then I have two teenage sons that live at home, a 16-year-old, and I guess he's 12, almost a teenager. Um, I was introduced to life-changing services a few years ago when my husband and I were going through some very challenging times in our marriage, and we reached out to life-changing services to get some support and We did some counseling sessions individually, and through those counseling sessions, they had encouraged us to take an Eternal Warriors class together, which we did, and it turns out to be very life-changing for us. And so I have taken the things that I've learned from them and applied them in my personal life and with my family. I was also part of the WORTH group that Life Changing Services offers. That's a women's support group. And through all of these things and the experiences, I've just learned to recognize what Satan was doing to me as a wife and as a mother and as a daughter of God and ways he was trying to work on my husband and my marriage and on my kids. And in the middle of those struggles, we ended up moving, which added a whole other element to our struggles. We moved out of state, we moved to Arizona, and this proved to be, in the long run, it's been a very good thing for our family, but initially it was very hard. On our kids especially, they struggled, and so we started to recognize some of their struggles and helped them to learn the tools that we had learned through Eternal Warriors and the programs that are offered at Life Changing Services. and. It has been very influential on my kids and has helped them to have the tools that they need to kind of withstand the temptations and the things that they're faced with as teenagers and as they're trying to find their way through life. And things are harder for teenagers now. And so the things that I've learned have been priceless to me. And that's why I feel such a strong desire to share what has been so influential in my life with others.
0: That's wonderful. So it was the counseling that you had that led you to life-changing services, and you heard about the Worth Group and Eternal Warriors, and what gave you the the courage, first of all, to say, I'm willing to go somewhere that other people can see me in pain? What gave you courage to do that? Well, it
1: was hard, actually. It was very difficult at first and when they talked to me about whether or not I wanted to be part of the worth group, it was intimidating to me at first. I didn't want anyone to know about that we were having struggles because I wanted people to think that everything was perfect in my life and that things were going well and that I didn't have problems and that I've learned since then is one of the tactics that Satan uses to keep us from reaching out to others and getting support and to keep us from helping each other and loving each other and supporting each other. And so when I was introduced to the Worth group, it took a lot of courage to go the first time. But as soon as I got in my first meeting, I just felt such a huge sense of relief and sisterhood. I finally found some women that understood what I was going through and in the process of all this, I had put up some pretty high walls in my life. I kind of shut everybody out. I shut out my loved ones, I shut out my family, I shut out friends, I kind of just isolated myself because I thought I should be able to deal with this by myself, first of all, and I didn't want anyone to know, but the Worth Group gave me connection which was a huge tool in helping me to heal some of those things and to get understanding and sisterhood that I hadn't been able to find anywhere else. And so that was a huge step in helping me personally. And I think ultimately to help our marriage, you know, my husband was worried about it first being a man bashing group, but that is not what it is at all. It, it is like-minded women who, want to do what they can do to improve themselves, support each other, and heal our marriages if possible. Sometimes it's not possible, but if possible, we wanted to do everything we could to strengthen our marriages.
0: So, Hallie, what would you say? Because a lot of women feel like that. That is like overwhelming. I think it's overwhelming for men and women, but especially as women cuz you have a stewardship not just over over yourself and like look i took a shower today i look awesome today and but it also it's look these are my children these are my offspring this is what i have tried to create and how they act and look and are and then this is my home it's all such a great reflection upon us and so when all that we fight and work and sweat over for lots of years, become something that we didn't realize it was, or something that we put so much effort into. And then all of a sudden, we are so confronted, like painfully confronted with this thing of, wow, I remember for me, it was specifically asking at one of my trauma places, who liked me? Who lied to me? And it was hard. It was a really uh, trial of my faith because I felt like, I think my good parents lied to me. They didn't tell me life was going to look like this. I think God lied to me. I think the prophet lied to me because I'm checking these boxes. And that's how did this show up in my life? Because I think I just had a simple faith of you work hard. You check the boxes. You do stuff. And then you are going to be so blessed, and everything's going to work out. I think some of that comes from the fact that I watched my mother really just work so hard at our family, but I never saw her in trauma. Never saw her with, I'm, my heart is broken, or anything like that. So I really thought if I act like that, I'm going to have a life like that. And, So now that I'm older, I think it's, she wasn't comfortable showing that. So now in our world, when things are a lot more intense, the things we face, the battles we have, the opposition is so great. How important do you think that is to be a little more transparent about battles are real for everybody?
1: I think um, I can really relate to a lot of those things that you're saying. I remember... Initially, when I started to realize that we were having some marriage struggles, I had those same feelings. I was kind of mad at my young women leaders because they always told me that if I married in the temple and I did all these things that I would just live happily ever after like a princess. And I kind of was angry. There was an anger phase. But what I've come to realize is that as we've been transparent with our kids it's kind of opened up an opportunity and a, a discussion on topics that were hard. And while we may have not handled everything exactly perfect, my kids have watched us struggle and fight to keep our family together. And they have learned things that they couldn't have learned any other way. And I say this often, but I would never have asked. For these trials in my life but I could never give them back now because of the things that I've learned and the person that I've become through all of the struggles and through those things and so I really truly believe that we can become stronger through those things and and as we look around sometimes it's easy to go to church and look at the sister across the pew and think she has it all together look at her kids they're all just all nice and neatly dressed and Her and her husband look like they have it all together, but the truth is it's probably not true. Everyone has something they're struggling with, and if we can realize that and just look for ways that we can help each other and not judge each other and and just realize that someone else has a different heartbreak than you. Someone else is going through, you know, it may be, they may be supporting a loved one with an addiction. They may be supporting it may be job loss, it may be health issues, it may be a child who is struggling, it doesn't matter what it is, but everyone has something they're struggling with, and if we can just take a step back and realize that, and be there to love and support each other, that's what it's all about, and it's taken me a long time to get to that point, because I think there was a time in my life where I was pretty judgmental, you know, I was, I would, um, kind of pass judgment on people when I didn't understand and fully grasp what their situation was. So I think that's one thing I've learned through all of this is a little bit more empathy and compassion for others.
0: Yeah. And isn't it interesting too, when you're in your dark place, the place where you think I just have to hide because I don't want anyone to see this is my reality. You really want so badly to say, can anybody see me? Can anybody see me? Like, I'm so afraid, so confused, I feel really alone. And you would just give anything if someone could just see you, right? But yet, the belief is you have to isolate yourself and hide. It's a satanic lie, but also it's just human nature, too. You just think, I should be able to fix this. I got to figure this out. So this doesn't hurt everybody or whatever.
1: We're taught in the gospel to be self-reliant, yeah, spiritually self-reliant, emotionally, I mean, physically and financially self-reliant. And so I think Satan tries to twist that into letting us believe that you're supposed to be able to do this on your own when that's not the purpose of those things. You know, we are there to help each other and to connect. And that's what the worth Group did for me was it just helped me realize that there's other women out there who who love me and support me, even though we don't know each other well, they became some of my dearest friends and my lifeline mm-hmm. through my struggles. So I'm grateful for that.
0: Yeah. So it's incredible when someone can say, I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you. Yeah. So to do that for other people, to just let them know, I see you, is such a big deal. But when there's something available, something that doesn't cost any money, that's therapeutically run, like the Worth Group, and the the people that can see you are people who have stood in a very similar place. Not exactly, but they understand what goes into all the fight it takes to overcome a, a hurt heart and all of those things that go along with it. And fight for something that you're thinking that's kind of broken, and I feel so hurt, I don't know if I want to keep it. So, to be among a bunch of women who are covenant keeping women who want to save things, even if it's hard, that's a big deal.
1: And you know, another unique thing to me about the worth group is that there are women in the worth group who are at different stages in their struggles. And so for me, when I came in, it was very valuable to me to be able to listen to someone that was a little further down the road than me and give that they could give me hope that I was going to be okay, that we could work through this and that there's hope for me and there's hope for my husband and there's hope for my marriage. And so being able to listen to women who are at different phases, you know, and the ones that are a little farther down the road. Lift up and encourage the ones that are just starting. And, you know, it's just, that's a unique thing about the Worth Group is that it's just women who all have the same purpose in mind but are at different steps along the path.
0: Yeah. So good. So if you were to just invite some woman that you just met, you just found out, and you do, I think the Worth Group would be really beneficial for you. What would you tell her about going, why she should go.
1: Well, I've actually done that several times. I have um, (laughs) recommended the Worth group and hopefully to several people and hopefully they will follow through on that. But I would just tell them that they will find unconditional love and support there. And because it is run by clinicians, you're getting tools that you can take and use right now. You know, sometimes you feel like you're drowning and you don't know how to come up for air. And just having that connection and getting those tools that you can take away and use today. You can use them right now to make a difference today. Sometimes it's overwhelming to be in the middle of such hard things and wonder if there's ever going to be a light at the tunnel, at the end of the tunnel. And that's what the work group does. It doesn't mean your trials are going to go away, but you're going to gain the tools and learn some understanding, and help you right now, things that are going to help you today. So that's what I would tell someone who might be considering the worst group and maybe being a little overwhelmed or feeling shameful, feeling like they don't want anyone to know, just reach out. It's a place of unconditional love and support.
0: Did you notice this, that when you were able to, Have the courage to reach out and overcome the lie of you need to hide and you should just fix this. When you did that, that's actually, I don't know, it's like we call it shining light in dark corners, right? When we can Mm -hmm. actually put light on a corner that Satan has convinced us needs to stay dark, because he knows if it's dark, then there's a level of misery and sickness that you have to have to keep that dark. Mm-hmm. And and it won't lift, it won't go away, because you know it's always there. And so you can fake it on the outside and try to focus over here, but when it all comes down to it, you know there's this dark corner. But when you put a light in the corner, I think it does so many powerful things. Number one, it, it completely obliterates Satan's power. Because you just said, I'm looking at the, the corner, all of it, I'm looking at it. But even more powerful is, you showed someone else the corner. When I show somebody else the corner, because in order for the Savior to help me, I have to be willing to show him my corner. And so sometimes I don't think that we truly can understand how much the Savior loves us and meets us right where we're at, no matter how broken it feels, until we can actually show somebody we can see and touch and be with our corner and they still say, I see you. You're awesome. You're going to make it. For some reason that helps us to find the Savior more. And
1: sometimes you can only see the next step. You can only see one step at a time. But as you take that step into the light, it becomes brighter and brighter and the next step becomes visible and so sometimes we can't see the end I remember there's been times that I would take things one hour at a time I could only deal with the next hour in front of me and then I could deal with the next hour in front of me and then I would get to where I could do days at a time and then weeks at a time and so as we take that one one little step into the dark then he shines the light on the next step and it becomes more our path becomes more clear to us before all of a sudden you can just see it's, all, it's it's lit up. Now I can see
0: where I'm headed. We have to find our way out of the dark. So good. Hallie, I think I could speak for both of us if I were to say. So if you're a woman who's just keeping your dark corner dark and feel like you can't tell anybody about that and you've been doing that for a while, whether that's a really long while or just a while, and you're noticing, I'm getting more miserable and sick. And I'm feeling tormented, so tormented. I think Hallie mm-hmm. and I would encourage you to, to not stay there, that there's hope. You can come out of there and, and you're going to be able to breathe, you're going to be able to see little by little that, wow, that kind of was a satanic prison that I was in that I thought I had to stay in. For sure. I totally agree. You said that the counselor said, hey, you should check out Eternal Lawyers. So what is Eternal Warriors? So
1: Eternal Warriors is a program that can benefit, I think, anyone. It doesn't have to be just for someone who's struggling with an addiction, which a lot, you know, a lot of the programs through life-changing services are for people who have addictions. But the Eternal Warriors is beneficial for everyone. It has really kind of helped me to put my feet solid on the ground of the gospel. And the funny thing is, is that the things that are taught in Eternal Warriors all come from the gospel. It's all the simple things that we've known since primary, the things we've been taught since primary with some added tools to help us apply those in our lives. And it gives us some accountability and just a little bit of extra motivation and encouragement to live the things that we've always been taught we're supposed to do but sometimes we find hard to do, or we may even think we are living them. I talk about living in a fog before I realized we were having struggles in our marriage. And and what does the fog look like to me? I thought we were living the dream, right? We were going to church. We were doing our callings. We would have family prayer. Sometimes we would have family scripture study. Sometimes we would have family home evening and, I didn't even know I was in the fog until I stepped out of it and looked back and realized that even though we were going through the motions, we were letting life happen to us as it came instead of us creating the life that we wanted and that we had always been counseled to do. And so looking back, I realized that I was playing right into Satan's hands. He knew that he couldn't probably get me to do, commit some big sin. But He could get me to be so busy and so distracted with everything else that I had going on in my life that I just didn't live intentionally. I didn't live in a place where I could have the Spirit with me more often. I didn't look at family home evening and family scripture study and family prayer in a way that I do now as really putting the armor on my kids before they walk out the door and on myself. I just... Let life happen. And as I've learned these tools that I w- that we were taught in Eternal Warriors, I look back and I realized that was the tool that the devil was using on me and on my family just to kind of lull us into a comfortable state. And everything was fine, but it really wasn't. It wasn't. And so that I think a lot of people live in that fog and don't even know they're in it until something happens and kind of opens your eyes to see what really is going on in your world.
0: Yeah, and so tell us some of the tools that you found useful in Eternal Warriors that helped you get out of the fog. Some of the things that are like, this is awesome.
1: Well, let me tell you the what really kind of hooked me with Eternal Warriors and the principles they taught. If you've ever, I know you have, but for anybody that hasn't ever read Maurice Harker's book, Like Dragons, Did They Fight, this The first part of chapter two, he says, this is Satan speaking, and it says, I am after the warriors, the ones who are driven to become someone or do important things with their lives. The loving, supportive adults around them have taught them well, and they are on the verge of knowing who they are. These are the ones whom I must target with great intensity. And when I read that, my kids' faces came right to my mind. And I know most mothers probably feel that same way. Their kids are valiant. And their kids are some that are supposed to make a difference and they're supposed to be the future leaders of God's kingdom on the earth. And that really woke me up to what was going on. And one of the things that I learned in Eternal Warriors that really kind of stood out to me was a warrior prayer. And a warrior prayer is not just the prayer that you say as you're falling into bed and you're so tired you can you barely keep your eyes open. A warrior prayer is a prayer that you say, I like to say it and think about what if my kids were one of the 2000 stripling warriors and they were going into battle the next day. How would I pray? How would my prayer be different than what it it used to be? And so my prayers have been become more connected to God. It has really opened up a relationship with my Savior and with Heavenly Father that I never had before. The Girl Power goals that go along with Eternal Warriors have really helped me to stay focused and feel like I live with intention every day. And some people may look at it as just checking off boxes, but it's more than that to me. It is me setting goals for myself that I know are going to help me to connect to my Savior and to my Father in Heaven and to the Spirit. And if we don't have that channel open with the Spirit, then how are we going to know what's really going on around us? And so the Girl Power goals have been a huge blessing in my life and in the lives of my family. I've taught my kids, and my kids have learned through the things we've learned at Life Changing Services about the Girl Power and the Man Power goals. And it has been hugely influential on them and the way they have learned to recognize how Satan works on them and how to win their battles with Satan.
0: Do you have any specific examples of how it's influenced your kids? Some things that you've noticed of them implementing yeah. the principles? I have kids at
1: different stages of life. I have a married daughter who, she's still in college, but she's married. And so she has her own battles and, and she's a newlywed. So we all know that comes with its own challenges and it's finishing school. And then I have a missionary daughter And an example I can give you of um, my missionary daughter, a couple weeks ago, she's been out about two months now. And a couple weeks ago, she sent me an email and she said, I've just been kind of struggling. I'm doing okay, but I'm just kind of struggling. And so when she first went out, she wasn't, she decided she wasn't going to do her girl power goals because the missionary life is pretty structured and they already are doing a lot of the things. And so she says, I think I'll be okay without. You know, I don't need my girl power goals, but she wrote me, and said, I've been struggling, so I pulled out my girl power goals again, and I've reset some girl power goals, and it's really been helping me, and so it's just a little extra that she needed to kind of help her focus on why she was there, and what her purpose is, and who she is, and to recognize how Satan works on her as a missionary, and then a couple of weeks ago, I had a conversation with my 16-year-old son, He came to me with a list of goals that he wanted to complete this year, some long-term goals and said, mom, can you look at these goals with me and tell me what you think and help me kind of get some action plan, some actions in place to help me complete these goals. And so we did, we talked about him and he had some great goals and I was, I was just impressed that he would come up with those on his own and come to me for guidance. And I loved that. But as we were there talking, I took that opportunity to say, okay, okay, how are your battles going? Tell me about what's going on at school. And he, I said, do you ever see pornography or anything like that at school? And he said, mom, it's everywhere. He plays sports. And so he said, all the kids on the bus have pornography. It's at school. There's all sorts of substance. The language is terrible. He's like, it's everywhere. Like everywhere I turn, there's temptations. And so we were specifically talking about um, pornography. And I said, so are you ever tempted? And he says, I'm tempted, but he says, I know exactly what to do and push those thoughts out of my mind now. He's like, it's not so much of a temptation for me anymore because I know exactly what I need to do to push those thoughts out of my mind. And to me, that was priceless. That is what I want for my kids. I want them to be able to recognize what Satan's trying to do to them and then have the tools to push those thoughts and turn it around into something good.
0: And so your son, he was probably referring to his drills or his warrior chemistry or things that he yeah. learned in Eternal Warriors. That's what he uses.
1: Yeah, his border patrol goals that right. he does. He has flagpoles that he runs to and, and he just knows what to do to activate his warrior chemistry and to push those temptations out of his mind. And, you know, I, I love that. And I look at him as, as a, such a valiant spirit with great things in his future And the thing that I want to instill to him is that just because he has those tools doesn't mean that the temptations are ever going to go away. He's going to have to use those tools for the rest of his life. Those are battles that are never going to go away, that Satan's going to continue to attack. But if you'll keep those tools in your pocket and know when to pull them out and how to use them, you'll be able to overcome Satan all the time because we know we're more powerful than him. We can always use our bodies as our weapon and push Satan out of our minds and out of our thoughts.
0: So cool. Yeah, I was just reading this morning about how the, the Nephites had to go to battle, even though they didn't want to go to battle. They just had to go. And they did it out of love for their wives and their children, but they had to go. And they were reluctant. They didn't want to kill any Lamanites, but God had taught them that it was okay for them to fight and to fight to the death to protect those things that they loved as long as they were valiant and weren't picking the fight he had taught them to defend themselves and so i've often thought in our day our kids it's like in when you and i were younger and girls growing up there was lots of evil around and we knew where it was it was over there it was over there but it's there and it's really evil and it's not good, and but it's over there. So in order to go find it, we had to like decide on purpose. I'm going to go over there and check out that evil thing, right? But nowadays, our kids have to walk parallel to evil, even as they're trying to keep their path of faith. It's parallel to evil things all the time. It's bombarding them, like you mm-hmm. described your son at school. It's and so to have tools to know, just because it's right there and it's so loud and it's so obvious and, it, and it's in my eyes and in my ears that I have things that can protect my spirit, things that can protect my, my promises. And yeah, I think it's so valuable, Eternal Lawyers and those principles for teaching, especially children and teenagers. This is how you walk the covenant path pressing forward with the steadfastness in Christ while you have them on your right and your left loud and all over the place. It's tangible tools they can use. So great. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. And I, I think that the kids, you know, when I was growing up, my leaders always told us that you've been, you are the chosen generation. You were saved for the last days. Well, here I am. I have kids and I'm old enough to be a grandma and I could be a grandma. So if we were being told that, what does that mean for our kids? And I think they feel that. I think the generation, the young generation feels their purpose and they have a strong desire to become who God intended them to be and to be those valiant leaders here on this earth. And so I think that they are all capable of overcoming Satan's battles. They just need to have the tools shown to them and how to do that and they they feel that draw and that pull to do good. They yeah. just are being bombarded, and they need the tools to recognize how he's working on them and overcome those battles that they have every day.
0: Yeah. One of the first things, I think, with Eternal Warriors is that heightened level of discernment or sensitivity that you didn't realize you needed to have. Mm-hmm. That I've, was missing. Yeah, what have you noticed about that?
1: You know, I feel like... Sometimes I can see when my kids are struggling, even though I don't know what it is. And maybe I saw that before, but I just pushed it off as something that they were just, you know, maybe they had an argument with a friend or maybe they didn't do well on a test. And I just pushed it aside as something that they would work through and it would be okay. But what Eternal Warriors has given me is, and for my family, has given us the opportunity to talk about those hard things that are hard, because when they're struggling, I think sometimes it's bigger than we think it is. And it's given me the ability to kind of see and know each of my kids individually because they struggle with different things. Mm -hmm. And it's given us the relationship that I can go in and sit on their bed and say, what's going on, let's talk. And maybe they don't share everything with me that I want them to, but it gives them an opportunity To open up to me if they want and I think the other thing that it real that they realize is especially through our struggles they've seen that my husband and I are not perfect and we've admitted that and we you know we've apologized and they've seen us work through things and they've seen us go through things and they realize that it's okay not to be perfect we don't have to be perfect and my mom and dad are going to love me even if i make a mistake they're going to help me pick up the pieces if i need they're going to be there to support me if i fall because i saw them help pick each other up and so they you know they they kind of get a bird's eye view of that that it's okay to make a mistake and i'm going to be here to help you through it so i don't know there's just been so many th- things that my life has been blessed by the tools that we've learned through Eternal Warriors. And I just am so grateful for it.
0: Yeah. And the things in Eternal Warriors, was it a kind of an addition to the things you'd, you'd learned and experienced in Worth? Or was it something totally different that was just another awesome thing to do?
1: You know, it was pretty complementary to the things that I learned in Worth. But the things that I learned in Worth were really more towards helping me do my part in repairing our marriage troubles, you know, and the eternal warriors is more of an individual thing. It really helped me open that connection with the spirit and with heavenly father that I never knew before. I thought I knew, I thought I had a good relationship and I thought I did, but this has just really heightened that and helped me, to feel the love that Hemling Father has for me as an individual, and for my husband, and for my kids, and it just really keeps me living with my eyes more wide open than I did before all of this, before I learned all of these tools.
0: Yeah, and it's obvious that just like you testified of at the very beginning of our conversation was just, it has done so much for you that you just want to share to the point that you've done the mentor training in the Eternal Wires, and now you're a certified Eternal Wires mm-hmm. mentor. And so, yeah, you can find Hallie as one of our Eternal Warriors mentor on our Eternal Wires website. And that's cool to know. And what have, what have you noticed about, now I'm taking it to the level from I'm a student to now I'm the teacher. I've loved it. I have felt this draw to
1: do this for quite a while and it took me some courage to do that because you know Satan doesn't didn't really want me to so he would throw all of his lies that I don't have anything anybody would want to hear and that I'm not a good teacher that you know he would just throw all of his lies at me and and so it was it's been a long process and I have just loved it I feel like I've finally stepped into my purpose and I'm doing things that are fulfilling for me and hopefully will bless the lives of those that are, you know, that are become my clients. And, and I've just loved it. It's been such a blessing in my life.
0: Yeah. And so if someone were listening to this and they were like, well, I want to go cause that Hallie, she kind sort of seems super genuine to me. And I want to go see who she is as a teacher where, well, how would they, find your Facebook or find your, how would they find information about that? So I have a couple of ways that
1: I share. I have a blog that I shared some of my story with, and I also just share some thoughts and some things that we're talking about in our eternal warriors classes. And that's, it is warriorshare.wordpress.com. so warriorshare.wordpress.com. I also share on a Facebook page called warrior share and an Instagram page called Warrior Share, and then I pinned some of my things on Pinterest under Warrior Share as well. And then, like you mentioned earlier, you can read my bio on the Eternal Warriors Mentor page, and I would love to have anyone in a class. It's just been so rewarding and so fun for me, and, and I love it.
0: And, you know, there's nothing quite so rewarding as recognizing that I can identify with all those places that I was stuck because that was me in that stuck place. And I know what I looked like. I know what I felt like there. And so when I see somebody else come in and they're stuck, right, you're stuck. You can, you know, I can see you. I, I, I know what stuck is. And let me show you how to fight. Let me show you how to fight. Let me show you how to see clearly and share some tools with you that you know, you don't have to stay stuck. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be there and believe things like this is never gonna get better. I'm never gonna change. I'm always gonna be like that. Mm It's just so rewarding because you have walked it. You've walked it. You know. I thought that too. The
1: thing that I love too about eternal warriors is it doesn't matter what it is you're struggling with. Maybe you're having marriage struggles, maybe you are you've lost a loved one, maybe you're supporting that someone with an addiction, you know, maybe it just doesn't matter what it is you're struggling with the tools that we learn in Eternal Warriors can bless your life Mm -hmm. as an individual and help you to focus on what can I do? You know, what can I do? And how can I have the spirit more strongly in my life? And maybe all you want is maybe you don't have anything major traumatic going on in your life, but you just want to live with more intention and just need a little accountability for that. And that's what Eternal Warriors does as well. But well, that's what I love about it is that it's for everyone. It's not a woman thing. It's not a man thing. It's not an old person thing. It's not a teenager thing. It's for everyone.
0: Yeah, well, it's obvious that you've figured out. I have some pretty concrete reasons of why I fight and why I don't give up, and I want to share those things. And our time is up, but I just am so appreciative of your willingness to share and to bring other people hope and healing and resources that they could consider in their own personal battles. And I really, I just so appreciate your courage and your warrior heart. Thank you so much for being part of our podcast series, Hallie.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Just in closing, if you are listening and you would like more information about the programs or trainings, or principles, or the support that you can receive through Life Changing Services. You can find more information at our Life Changing Services website, lifechangingservices.org, or you can call our front office, 877-HERO-877. Thanks so much for joining us.